20 Schemes is the church planting ministry of Nidri Community Church in Edinburgh, Scotland and Redeemer Fellowship Church in Bardstown, Kentucky. I'm Mez McConnell and this is the 20 Schemes podcast. Yeah, the extra chat. So we say now, I'll rest on that. Well, this, I was just rest, I was resting with it as I was thinking about his book and I'm comparing what Christopher Ash is saying about the symptoms of burnout which is which are right and very pastorally wise, but then comparing that with the Apostle Paul, what he's talking about in all his letters about yeah, yeah. about um, you know his daily burden for the churches um, and about all his his sufferings and his his mental anguish. And I, I guess I would just think to myself, if a, if a young guy or any guy came to you with that, any person, sorry, came to you with those symptoms as a gospel worker. We, you know, you would instinctively tell them to chill out mm-hmm. or to change their pace or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, if if the Lord and the sovereignty has allowed us to have that, mm-hmm. you know, not I'm advocating for for burnout, but yeah. you know, I, I just wrestled with the, well, what is the? Mm-hmm. Are we just too soft? Are we because yeah. we're Generation Snowflake? Are yeah. we? I wonder is the modern day phenomenon because just because the amount of books that have been written in the last mm-hmm. three, four years, I know. Puritans wrote like some stuff not specifically on burnout or yeah. anything like that, but about you know resting in Christ and uh, Spurgeon yeah. talks about taking taking holidays and that he took holidays in France mm-hmm. when he was really struggling with depression. But I just wonder about whether a lot of the advice these days is is more psychological babble rather than biblical yeah. wisdom, mm-hmm. um, and especially in pastoral ministry. Because mm-hmm. like you said, Paul says to live as Christ to die as gain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he went. He went full out. You know, Jesus went full out. Like obviously, he took time aside yeah, to took, rest yeah, with his father, didn't he? But it was it was brief moments, not mm-hmm. not massive chunks mm-hmm. of time. Like, and then he was straight on to the next thing and the next yeah. person, the next group of guys. And Totem was always making time for interruptions, wasn't he? So you think of the Jairus' daughter, and he's on the way there, and then <clears throat> the woman touches his the hem of his cloak, and he's he's got time for her. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot yeah. of these guys that I've read, they get in burnout in the first five years when they've got under fives as well, which we both have. When yeah, they have kids that, that are really small, yeah, it seems to be yeah. they're working 60-hour weeks and then uh-huh. they've got their kids on front and they just had twins or something and they've had a complete meltdown. Yeah. So I think there's wisdom in terms of Thank the stages of life. it was just one for you yesterday. What's that? Thank goodness it was just one in the womb. <laughs> <you know. laughs> I'm having a, another baby. <laughs> we weren't telling people about it, but thanks, Graham. Um, it's not twins we're very thankful <laughs> um, but I think there's wisdom of stages of life isn't there um, there's, yeah. there's certain things you, you that I wouldn't do and you wouldn't do in your first kind of five years when you've got little kids because mm-hmm. um, they're going to take up a lot of time there's going to be a lot of sleepless nights you want to be around your, your kids and be a big influence yeah, in their lives it. but it seems to be a lot of these guys have had burnouts when they've had kids mm-hmm. because they've tried to maintain their pace of life yeah, while trying to look after their kids, and so I understand mm-hmm. that you got to put measures in place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. But just working out those boundaries, what are biblical, mm-hmm. what's not, like. Which is why I felt that the title of that book, Zero Without Burnout, was a great one. Because mm-hmm. I mean, that is what he's. Yeah, true. It's a great title, and mm-hmm. his phrase in that book is "sustainable sacrifice." Mm-hmm. It's a great phrase as well, and it alliterates. So I mean, it's. it's a <laughs> um, but yeah, I find that as well. Just a bit of self-reflection on the pace that you're running at and just knowing your own 
your own frailties. Like I know I, I need my eight hours sleep at night, otherwise I'm, mm. I'm so dead what, what do you put in place? What's your, what's the things you put in place so you're not burning out? Yeah, so, because I, 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 actually that book, but I mean, I'd think of it before, was just, um, it caused me to think about the routines I'm doing. So things, I mean, I've tried from an early age to, early age. <laughs> the girl's early age. Really 30, no, 34, mate. 34. <laughs> to be home for half five every night and just make that, unless there's a emergency, I'm, I'm mm. home half five every night. We've got a wee routine of eating together, um, bath time, jammies time, uh, Bible time, and then it's story time, bedtime. So by mm. the time it's half five, and really it's half seven by the time you've cleaned up and mm-hmm. everything like that. Um, so I, what I've tried to do in my five, uh, Monday to Friday, my five nights, is if I'm saying I'm working maximum three of them, like absolute maximum three of them, probably more likely two of them. I take one with Alex, who's my wife, so we have a night together. Um, I have one just off. So I just watch a football game or go for a run or just read a book or something that's going to energise me a bit again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other one I'm just, it, it's free, so it could be work or it could be another one of those those mm-hmm. nights. Or could you just be a working from home? Do you, do you manage to switch off on those times? Or you do you know what? I, I do actually. And I, cool. Had you asked me a year ago, I would have said I would find that impossible. Mm. But actually, maybe just God's grace and that I actually found those nights. Not only do I enjoy them, but I look forward to them. Mm-hmm. And so it's uh, so the two of us sit down and we plan our weeks at the start and what nights we out, mainly so we know the girls are going to be looked after. But yeah, yeah. Um, who's who's in, who's out, what are you doing this week? When are we spending time together? And I know once we planned that, that that's a little refresher in the week. So that's, I know I've got a little breather at, at that point. And I've just found things like that mm-hmm. helpful for just maintaining a pace. Mm-hmm. Um, and so of course, like, I think you're really right. Physical exercise is so important, isn't it? Yeah. Physical totally. exercise is healthy body, healthy mind, and it's a psychological babble saying, but yeah, it's true, yeah. isn't it? When yeah, no, it is. It is. Um, when you go for a run, doing exercise, I find if I haven't exercised all week and I'm just reading books, just preparing sermons, doing pastoral stuff. My head's fried. Yeah, totally. Like having doing a run, playing football, mm-hmm. just even if it's like twenty minutes, half an hour. It's also yeah. uh, talking to John about this. It's also good for your processing as well. Yeah. Um, I find if I'm stuck on a sermon, go out for a run, and that the, the dots begin to connect. In a yeah, way that totally. Have connected other. Absolutely. Other I mean, points. I, I always have my best ideas during bath time or. Something like that. You just mean your mind's where, not. Where your kid's drowning in the yeah, bath. Totally. Thinking about the certain point in alliteration. <laughs> That's a totally. <laughs> no, totally that. um, just when your mind's not quite on it, and just something maybe yeah. left field comes at you, and you connect mm-hmm. the dots. Yeah, absolutely. But no, I, no, I. So you'd say rhythms. Rhythms are helpful. Maybe that's a life. better word. Rhythms, yeah. And it will change for the season, won't it? And yeah. you were quite good in giving me that advice recently. Um, but there'll come times, you know, when you're able to give a bit more to mm-hmm. church, you know, and be able to take maybe. An external invitation that you, you you're just not the place to do that now yeah. or something like that, and so don't don't try and pack it all in yeah. now. And don't wish away your kids' lives. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just enjoy them at the stage they're at, mm. and well, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah you don't want to <laughs> kicking off for the minute. <laughs> so in the middle of the night, you want to throttle them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Could have been in America at a conference. Yeah, <laughs> but it is just, and as well, just invest in the the time. You know, we're. Well, I'm only 34. You're, thir- you're 34? Ah, you're we're 1985. Yeah, we're 1985, buddies. <laughs> <laughs> There's no point in burning out now. Yeah. And invest in time in the, in the places where you need to invest it now. So in your walk with the Lord and in your relationship with your wife and and uh, 
and with your kids. I think I, I remember uh, um, listening to a testimony by Joel Virgo, who's Terry yeah. Virgo's son, and I remember him talking about how when he was young, you know, Dad spent a lot of time with him, but he used to hear Dad praying in the next room for him. Um, and he just thought it was weird because he thought he was just talking to the walls <laughs> and his dad was, was nuts, but it was his dad praying for him. I just remember that lasting impression of dad was there for me and dad mm. prayed for me. Mm. I heard that years ago and it stuck with me, but mm -hmm. you just want your kids to grow up to like, dad was there yeah. and yeah. he cared and he loved me and he was fun. He wasn't at every church meeting and never saw, yeah. never saw him and he was married to the church, not his, mm -hmm. not his family. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And they don't come mm -hmm. as much as they, you want them to be part of the, part of the the community and enjoy it and whatnot, but yeah, they're there. I think flexibility is key in that. So I read um, a really good book. It's Ajith Fernando's The Family Life of a Christian yeah, Leader. You recommended uh, me that one. Read that in the last holiday. Um, and he has a chapter on balance because mm. um, some people go to two extremes, like either too much work and not neglect their family, or they just they make the family an idol mm -hmm. and actually don't do their work properly. Yeah. And he was saying that no, the balance means you're going to go. At both at full throttle yeah. as much as you can. Um, and it means sometimes you're going to have to drop a few hours sermon prep so you can take your mm. kids to a ballet lesson or a swimming lesson or go to an award ceremony or, or whatever because you want to be there for your family. Yeah. But what it's going to mean is you have to work late into the night on your sermon mm -hmm. when their kids are in bed and your wife's in bed. And yeah, you have yeah. to sacrifice that, your sleep, mm -hmm. so that you can spend time with your family but also still, you still need to prepare your sermon at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I found that really helpful because you know, in, in the real world, you've got your balance week and then yep. a pastoral problem comes up like that. Yeah, um, an issue comes up and you've got to deal with it and it means your mm -hmm. sermon prep gets pushed, but it doesn't mean you don't, it doesn't then mean you push your family out as well. Mm -hmm. um, it, it means sometimes you have to be later into the night and then yeah. maybe take a bit more rest the mm -hmm. week after. And so I think it's just, yeah, depends on the week you've got and, yeah, it and what's happening. But I think it's being, it's being available uh -huh. for your family yeah, isn't yeah. it so if they're in trouble they know they can phone you yeah, and it's not going to be him. like oh daddy's at work I can't mm -hmm. contact him or my wife's like I can't yeah and the thing is I remember somebody turn your phones off at the dinner table as well turn your phone off <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought you were going to die every night <laughs> and it's always she's going to murder you absolutely <laughs> 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 yeah I know I'm trying to get better on that yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get better so I do, that. I do a thing on, off the back of the reset uh, book. Um, yeah, it was in that book, wasn't it? He said, um, so for now, Bible time, that's the routine yeah, you have, yeah. we have as well. Um, between five and seven, I turn my phone on silent and then I put it on the bookshelf. Yeah. And so I'm not checking things from during that time. Yeah. That's been really helpful for me. Yeah. I mean, we talked about I'm that. tempted by it, but I, I still go back to it sometimes, but more, yeah, yeah. more or less, I try not to do that. Because mm -hmm. I was at your phone and, <clears> and then you're not there. With your totally. Kids. And the message it's sending out as well, like I'd almost, mm. I'd rather be somewhere else, but. My mind's not here. Sometimes you would rather be somewhere else, but you've got yeah, to be self-controlled to, totally, yeah. to be in the room. Absolutely. <laughs> and it is self-control. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, and I, I remember a friend mentioning to me like a couple of years ago, I didn't even really mention it, he maybe just modelled it, I don't know, of as a family we're on mission together. So yeah. it's not just like this is daddy's job, this is us as a family we're on mission together. Yeah. Um, I remember realising that changed how I, I think about family time as well um, and the chats I have and the chats that we have together and, and how we view nursery and how we view um, friends and, and family trips and stuff it's it, it does change that when you when you view it like that mm -hmm. um, but trying to 
you know, as I said, and, and it changed how you are with the girls because you're, you're, you're pleading with them almost to, to come to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of training them, as it were, to be little missionaries as well. Mm-hmm. I, I loved it. Chloe came home the other night. That's my four-year-old. And uh, three-and-a-half-year-old? She's not four yet. Three-and-a-half-year-old. And she <laughs> came back and she said, Daddy, Daddy, look what I've drawn. And she'd drawn a picture of Jesus on the cross. Right, so he's on the cross. And uh, I was like, oh, that's lovely, Chloe. Right? So that's Roman Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> he's not on the cross anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh, and I got my friend Hannah to do it too. So is this just her, her wee friend at, at nursery? So mm. her friend at nursery. And I loved the thought had drawn Jesus on the cross too. And then I loved the thought of her taking that home and explaining mm. that to her parents as well. Nice. <laughs> just little things like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, just viewing it. Like you're on mission together, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. And uh, that, hopefully investing in that now, I get that mindset into us together now, and I realise so often I get it wrong yeah. with them. Is it means that in ten years, twenty years, that DNA is part of who you are as a mm-hmm. family, and it means anybody who's coming into the family, whether you know, is coming into that mm-hmm. um, that family dynamic that mm-hmm. you have. Mm-hmm. So every friend that comes over, it's they're coming into this kind of mission environment. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just getting those priorities at an early stage, and it does mean that I hate it. I hate saying no to stuff. Mm-hmm. Hate it. Yeah, yeah, particularly good stuff as well. Mm-hmm. But you just gonna have the longer term course game in mind and that's a self control thing isn't mm-hmm. it as well not signing up to everything or and not growing bitter with your circumstances that you're yeah, in yeah I struggle with that when I first started yeah, <laughs> and totally. envious of other people yeah absolutely really struggled with that when I first started because I realised what I had to say no to and I just felt like everything, I was saying no to everything mm-hmm. um, uh, and then envious of people who are in positions to say yes to the things that you can couldn't do mm-hmm. and see, you know seeing them enjoy and whatnot but it's just mm-hmm. your pride you mm-hmm. just got to get over yourself mm-hmm. you? mm-hmm. right. yeah yeah definitely well we've been going for yeah I've, I've got a he's got, got an, he's got an appointment got a head. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have you Shanko good to have a chat yeah good to be here blessings brother with these conversations we're trying to expose some of the issues we experience in our ministries We hope that with honest and frank conversations, we can begin to open up on some of the hard realities of church planting and revitalisation in schemes and council estates around the UK. In fact, even around the world. In this spirit, these conversations will be published completely uncut.